going back to for that video that I made. All right. What is next on the agenda? How about we uh, one one thing folks can do is help NYC drivers launch a platform cooperative. I hear, uh, ugh, of course, I don't even know how to say my vent my anger Uber and Lyft as companies mistreated their workers Prop 22 really there will be a big blow to worker rights so I'm not going to get into it at this moment. However, uh, it's important to support folks who are creating alternatives. One alternative that's already automobiles is uh, hurry up. Um, and this is from uh, New York City. We are a New York City for hire drivers. We are creating our own driver-owned rideshare platform. Driver owned. Donation pays for unemployed and underemployed drivers to recruit and drivers in the cooperative. And we'll post a link. So far, they a little over eleven thousand dollars, which is great. Bronx, I'll read a little bit about our project here. In New York City, Uber and Lyft run the unemployed labor of ninety-one percent of the current workforce, eighty-five thousand drivers, through misclassification of drivers as independent contractors. The corporate rideshare platform seeks to turn back the clock labor and drivers into poverty by externalizing all vehicle costs on our drivers and credit conditions ride. Even before the crisis, over 70% of drivers made less than $1,000. A reflection of New York and the predatory structure of the drivers and their allies have organized strikes, protests, boycotts, lawsuits, and legislation. But Uber and Lyft always find new drivers. Most recently, largest gig platforms spent over $200 million to pass Prop 22 in California, which legalized a sub-minimum Now the pandemic has pushed tens of thousands of drivers out of work. The industry is still down by nearly 40%. We're asking for your help to build back better with a new strategy. Launching a driver-owned alternative to Uber and Lyft, the driver's cooperative is poised to launch the first platform cooperative rideshare app in New York City within a month, pending funding for a membership drive. The driver's cooperative will, one, immediately boost driver income by returning profits to drivers and establish basic employment rights for workers in the sector. Two, provide a second chance to drivers who are deactivated by Lyft about due process based on precious and often racially based, uh, racially biased customer complaints. Three, save drivers money through a credit union partnership that allows drivers to avoid predatory vehicle financing. And four, long-term fight for a just green transition to electric vehicles through a Green New Deal for the for-hire vehicle industry. And they have a link where uh, interested drivers can register. The steps, accomplishments to date. One, or just bullet points. One, elected a board of drivers to guide a project representing the diversity of the for-hire vehicle industry. They have assembled a skilled team of labor organizers, IDG, um, Union, W, ride-hailing operators, and Hino, 
full stack engineers, branding experts and designers, fleet managers and drivers. They've also confirmed a pilot with Cooperative Home Care Associates, the largest worker co-op in the U.S. to provide transportation for home care workers to clients' homes. That's pretty awesome. I used to be a home care worker, so definitely appreciate that. Uh, one, they've won grant funding from Emergent Fund and the Working Lab. They have completed paid trips paid for by early voters in the polls. They've purchased ride-hailing app code and completed customizations for the upcoming launch. They've engaged more than 1,000 for hire vehicle drivers with 100 vehicles, and their goal for quarter one is to board with 3,000 plus drivers, raise full seed round. Excuse me, reading things way too quickly. Raise full seed round, uh, launch consumer ride-hailing service. Why we're we doing it? Funds raised in this campaign will go directly to four hire vehicle drivers to recruit and train members of the cooperative. We already have a completed app, but we need these funds to pay unemployed and underemployed drivers to recruit and train fellow drivers to build the strength and power of the cooperative. The cooperative will be launching on uh, own ride hailing platform. As well, it will be app and play store available to use in early 2021. With the driver's cooperative, riders pay less and drivers make more. Because the co-op only takes the amount required to cover its costs compared to corporate ride-hailing platforms that take 25 to 40% commissions on each trip so they can turn profits to Wall Street investors, speculators. The Drivers Cooperative, TBC, is not just another ride-hailing platform. It's also about using our collective bargaining power to get great deals and lower operating costs for our members. The biggest benefit will be that drivers will fully own this cooperative company. Member owners will elect the directors and share in the profits, giving power and voice directly to the people from whom they are quote here from says a lot of people that are around us believe in what's going on. They don't have a large amount of money crowdfunding with IOB uh, was a way to share in that moment. So this link is on slides that talk about help MIT drivers launch a platform for the cooperative. Very cool. And also, it's not in New York, and the beauty of this is that when folks like this get together and create their own service, then puts out the possibility that others can do the same. Moving along. Oh, I'm going to uh, <laughs> another one. Uh, uh, here's some other positive news. Uh, Haymarket Books, which is station, Beacons, they are having a day long teach in, online teach in next December 12th. Yes, 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. We'll get ready. Online teach in. Haymarket Books will also provide a link. Right. Join the Center for Political Education and Haymarket Books for a conversation on feeding the right, strengthening the left, and building power. Have online out. Put out the word. Also, Center for Political Education is a great organization. Mailing list and please do. All of the tabs that I have open.
Here we go. Okay, so this is happening Saturday, December 12th from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, or Greenwich, excuse me, Greenwich Mean Time. Sorry, Greenwich Mean Time, 6 p.m. to 12 p.m. In the face of violent authoritarianism, a deepening economic crisis, and a diminishing element, left and progressive movements have doubled down on the rights of our people. Over the past two years, the global left has built powerful coalitions to engage in anti-capitalist experiments and steadily shape the world around them. What kind of power has been built through these efforts? How do we pivot from defense to offense to save the left? Join the Center for Political Education and Haymarket Books for a half-day symposium on Saturday, December 12th from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Time for a conversation on the medium right strengthening the left and charting a path to power. Right to receive a membership invitation to the Saturday the 12th event. The, this event will also be recorded and reused and have live captions, ASL interpretation, and technical interpretation available. Sessions and speakers opening uh, plenary featuring Garza with a special performance by Ian Garza. Uh, session one What's left? Building power after the election. Henderson, Charles, Diane Vargas. Session two, if the kids are united, building power against the CIA. Three, build it on up, tools for the fight, speaking at the organization. And Sabiha Asrar, and Open Collective. More speakers coming soon. While this event is freely available, we ask that those who are able make a solidarity donation in support of this event, programming, and organizing. Okay. I'll be sharing a link uh, when I'm not talking on the air uh, on our webpage, books.org. Cool. That's next up. There is a um, an open letter to Gavin Newsom. Hold police accountable and investigate the police. This is written by Andrew Harrison, Carl Pinkerton.org, and we'll also share the link on our website. Dear Governor Gavin Newsom, I'm writing this letter to you to be on the Hold Police Accountable with clarity what is so easy to do. Jail and criminalize the speak out on the has waited now nearly six months for accountability from the state prosecutor. Imagine raising a child to think that language, laugh, and fix things work and question grow into a twenty two year old with a a role to play in the and and a tragedy. A police officer misjudges his role. This police officer, who has fired his weapon on four occasions in the last five years, shoots from the back seat of a police firing five times in one day. That officer serves in a department with a history of brutality, using their firearms to kill 19 in this Bay Area city, some officers ritualistically hold their weapons to the point that they are sacred weapons. 
city officials learned of this gruesome tradition and asked John, is this where your child will be born? John Monterosa went on to the Vallejo police officer, Eric Kahn, not you, Kate, um, the windshield was evident. And the police union president, Lieutenant Michael Bellini, was on paid leave from his involvement Solano County DA Tony Abrams approved the president's California Attorney General Javier Becerra declined permission. No criminal investigation was Governor Newsom, we have expressed neither outrage nor concern, even after Sean's older and younger sister and 15 other nonviolent protesters in the good trouble of an elderly civil disobedience near his home one month ago. When asked about the case by a reporter, you noted that you'd asked his staff to take this opportunity to assist. And his case, Coleman, will have more to say hopefully very shortly. After the five-month anniversary, when asked again if he would meet with the family, he said he was open to that and would work on the investigation. Since then, a detailed investigative report, how a deadly police force ruined a city, has been published in the news. Facts are available. Time for empathy is Governor, meet with the Monterosa family. He is 99 years old. Parents and his inspiring first-generation sister, who represents his family, hear them. Guided by their call for justice, leaders in our state should help reckon with the time of In the wake of George Floyd's John's last communication with his sister, less than an hour before he was killed, were text messages asking them to sign a petition Governor Newsom, you claim to stand with us. He said, we should and we must condemn the system of racism. You ask all of us that want to express ourselves to go thoughtfully and peacefully. Monterosa sister, have complied with this You again condemn the legacy of our courteous people. We are just getting started in efforts to improve oversight and as we approach the six-month mark, Monterosa family and their growing numbers in Monterosa South California drop the charges of peaceful protesters once the sun will be On October 2nd, Burns, reporter, brought to the governor three clear California Attorney General Austin Special Prosecutor Officer Jeffrey Kahn must be charged and prosecuted for Officers involved in the shooting and destruction of evidence must be prosecuted. Governor, you have resolved that California will be Now you face an opportunity to live up to this mission. May the words you speak Again, this was Maggie Larson, parent, fourteen other nonviolent protesters in the Union facility of Vallejo lethally shot and as well as deputy October second. We will uh, also share this article from 
break here is
Um, oh, I'm really enjoying playing this game. Listening to some of the songs while I'm playing it. You know what I mean. That was Odessa with the music video for Red. Before that, we heard Saturday, December 5th. Car and truck rally. Hashtag protest. 12 p.m. Caravan leaves at 510-201-5065. I've been driving. Uh, this on our webpage at red.org. Oh, goodness. A few articles here. Next up, I'm going to read. Libraries to divest from police and prisons and invest in life-giving resources. Uh, but it's ABLA Libraries IV Plus. Oh, I get it. Habla IV. Um, all in one place. Speakerrev.org. It'll be up uh, later today. So. From October 27th. It says it's a 29 minute read. So, um, 15. Um, so, yeah, I'll see how far we can go. There's also lots more information on the site and headlines of other articles. Out. Now is the time for libraries to divest from police. Uh, remember to imagine and craft the world you cannot live without, just as you would. In early June, in And library organization. Statement from the Association of American Libraries revealed that it is incumbent upon leaders of libraries and archives to such statement means that actions have taken place in the However, Libraries have not gone far enough in refusing to fully consider things that they learned from These library statements do not exist itself as the problem of repression and violence. Despite it, well as the therefore we find these statements insufficient responses without naming the 
problem of faith is that we have to learn what the hell faith conveys in our lives that practices specifically in our profession, but also leave the door open for both sides' arguments and our appeals for their ambiguous and ineffective solutions. The solutions to domestic violence are not reform, but the abolition of all its forms. Therefore, we call on the leadership of our institution and all of our colleagues to embrace the abolitionist vision of a hopeful, life-affirming future, and to immediately begin the work of divesting from police and prisons the ultimate goal of complete abolition of law enforcement and surveillance from library spaces, campuses, communities, in short, everywhere. One, support existing students, staff, and faculty in I'm ooh, realizing I'm talking a lot more than usual on the show, so I'm gonna just um, read the headlines here, or the points. Um, and then we'll take a break or go to something else. Two, make transparent current police and police psych activities um, in order to support calls for defunding the police and for reinvesting in life giving services. First needs all levels of our institutions, reinforce our budgets, investments, and activities. Three, and there's a lot more information. Three, join, build, and sustain a world without policing. Many people will acknowledge the harm done by police and law enforcement in enhancing the safety and protection of by divesting from policing and The reporting forces ensure that law enforcement and surveillance keep campuses safe. Four, confront the connection between blackness, abolitionism, and prison resources. Three, rise to the unacceptable and lives. If, as our institution has repeatedly and rightly stated, black lives matter, then our institution should start to understand the practices that perpetuate and exacerbate blackness and Therefore, we demand that any work related to racial inclusion center on abolitionist praxis that admits the view of supremacy structural existence, capitalism, and anti-black state-sponsored violence both in and beyond built from and stand in solidarity with movements happening in all library spaces. We believe in order to fully embody the ethics of librarians and practices and we hope many more voices will these demands bold and beautiful work in tune with reckoning with our own histories of and unity racism is the best only of our institutions our professional libraries. libraries are not neutral, nor should they be silent. Heard, seen, and heard. Solidarity is not Martha Tucker, 
after Chicago had a long abolition meeting. Nothing to do with that. I'm tearing this on well, and that's there are a few other article headlines that came up in the show that wrapped out. Again, this is really uh, it's just a lot going on in the world. Then, as per usual, I will say that this is this is just one. It's not even a leap. This is just like a small drop in the bucket of what's happening. This is just news that has made it out that I have you know that other folks have shared that I. And this is just a small piece of what's happening. I do find that folks coming together and I also want to emphasize to recommend to them back in March. It feels like a lifetime ago. A bit behind in the books, I think, time and capacity for some of this. Really good. I recommend it. You can get it at uh, Good Good Books and a lot of other places. Please do check that out. And um, two headlines here. One from Bay Area Reporter. They're a little bit on the aggressive side. However, they LGBTQ black SFC production. Go through all these other headlines. There's a lot. Congress is deadlocked on COVID relief, but came together to fund Pentagon, fund the Pentagon for seven hundred and forty billion dollars. Fuck them. That's all I gotta say. That this is an article from Times. And are third under under the headline always money for war. Your CARES Act, these moms at home. Org. Photo as I pull out of free her the tape says free her is written on our caption. Prison staff block the entrances of drive by rally organizing families for justice. Uh, moves around allies spring and hit hard by Workers are PPE for 
there first on, on our web page all right i feel like i'm about to tap out there's just a lot there's a lot and i like the music again please do check out uh, my web page weeklyrev.org um, for the articles that i've gone over on the show so you can read them and share them you can also follow me on twitter at r-o-m-a-n-r-i-n-e-r -E i share articles well often mostly retweeting and also please support me at media district and uh, if you're interested in doing a show here of your own and some space here do so there are spots available and also there's a Venmo meet and radio to help support the pay dues and administration's been open uh, you can also support the show in particular it'd be greatly appreciated we have a patreon on the site and you can go to patreon.com/rev get some dues and get the website going really really appreciate Donate on a monthly basis. Really appreciate it. Cool. All right. Well, I'm just tapped out. I'm going to play some more music. And also, on the website, we'll be still going to share a uh, link to the playlist. All right. We'll be back.
be music? Oh, okay, okay. Can I hear my? Oh my God, I can hear yeah. myself. Wow, that's. Do I need to talk into this? Yeah. Okay, so I can. Okay. How far do I? See? That's good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. I think cool. you're pretty good. Yeah. Someone taught me that you're supposed to put like a fist like this. You want to make out with a microphone? Yeah. Well, they were like, <laughs> oh, like do a fist, like you're doing like a fist bump. So instead of doing this, though, I did this. And I was, and he was like, no, this is not how you do it. I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. How was I supposed to know? That's actually the first time I've heard that. It makes sense. Yeah, right? I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Um... 